This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, May 19th, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. When Kevin and Rich Gates found themselves under investigation for so-called market manipulations for trades in the energy market, they could have settled and not risked further angering the government. But they decided to fight. And further, they chose to make that fight with the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission very public with the website detailing their case, FERCLitigation.com. I spoke with Kevin Gates earlier today. I understand this is an ongoing uh, issue with the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, so you have to be careful with your words. So we'll try to be uh, respectful of that. But uh, if you don't mind, how, when did you first learn that the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission was going to be looking into uh, trading activities? In August of 2010. What, what did you learn at that point? That the commission had opened a non-public informal investigation into market manipulation. Now, the public doesn't generally hear about this sort of thing because typically uh, there are either charges or a settlement and you two have opted for, I, I think it's essentially a third option, which is sort of a very public uh, battle here over uh, what they're alleging are market manipulations and what you're saying are well within the rules. Right. It, it, it was a battle anyway. Um, we took the, uh, I guess, to take a step back, and after August of 2010, they began an investigation. They conducted, um, I guess, held many depositions, asked for many data requests, even had sent some subpoenas. And then in August of last year, they sent us preliminary findings of market manipulation. And uh, we looked at these and said, wow, we have not been effective in our ability to communicate with the FERC over the last uh, three years. Uh, we had spent about a million and a half dollars, and we said that basically money was largely for naught. And we were given a choice of what to do next. Uh, we contemplated uh, I guess we could have contemplated settling. That never really crossed our minds because we didn't do anything wrong, nor did our trader. Um, the other options were to just let the course play out as it naturally would. And we had seen that story play out many other times with other investigations. Um, and largely what they do is drag your name through the mud and hold your reputation and your credibility hostage while the investigation goes forward. But we opted for the third option, as you had mentioned, which was just put it out on the website, um, put all of the legal back and forth um, that our attorneys have had with the, the attorneys at FERC. Uh, we even put out the preliminary findings of market manipulation. Uh, we took it a step further, though, because our reputations and our credibility are so important to us, we went out and hired additional experts. So now the website uh, FERCLitigation.com has 12 expert opinions from people who have reviewed the trades, at people obviously outside of the FERC Office of Enforcement, who have reviewed the trades and have come to a, a very different opinion of the FERC Office of Enforcement. Now, um, as I mentioned earlier, when these types of enforcement actions are taken, they're generally pretty quiet. What have uh, What has been the difference, I suppose, in how uh, you've been received by this regulatory commission since you have decided to go public? We, we haven't heard from them um, in a um, – have, have, have received no communication, direct communication from the FERC. 
so I don't have a, a large I don't have a clear sense as to what their perspective is and I'm not even sure if there is a uh, unanimous perspective within the FERC itself. They didn't expect this. Yeah. So what happened? When we launched – well, we first came to the decision to go public in October of last year and then we actively were working on creating the – developing the site and hiring experts and uh, to write uh, position papers and to make themselves available for video interviews. We had sent one of our experts, Susan Court, in, who actually used to be the former enforcement director at the FERC, and she met with senior staff and told them of our plans. And they, she was uh, given a very, um, I guess it was a very short meeting. They didn't seem overly receptive to our response and to our planned uh, launch of the website. In January of this year, we sent a letter to the commissioners, the four commissioners at the FERC, and gave them access to the password-protected version of the site and introduced them to – and we copied in the, the, the senior staff at the OE, and we gave them access to the site as it had been developed. But um, since we had launched it, we have not heard uh, from the FERC, either the Office of Enforcement or any of the commissioners. How does that affect your ability to conduct business if they've not communicated with you with respect to these charges or pending charges? We're totally out of the power markets. So the power markets were just a side investment for uh, Rich and I and some of our colleagues and friends. Uh, so since uh, 2011... Uh, we have stayed uh, far away from the, any FERC-regulated asset. What exactly was FERC alleging that your uh, company companies were involved in? Uh, market manipulation of the power markets in the mid-Atlantic states. Is there a legal standard for what that is? There is. The, um, I guess FERC has to look at SEC precedent to define market manipulation. So there's uh, 10b-5 uh, I guess, securities law, and uh, the FERC has actually made an analogy in its preliminary findings to the trading activity of um, a trader about a decade ago who was trading stocks. And they were saying this individual was found guilty by a court of law. Therefore, uh, we deem that your, tra your uh, trader's activity was fraudulent as well. What was the activity uh, involved here? So our trader was tr – when one trades electricity, generally uh, you are bet placing bets on congestion, which is a difference of electricity prices at different geographical locations on the grid. Um, originally, when the trading activity – when we engaged this trader, the uh, – the basis of the trades or the mechanics of the trades involved paying for transmission and paying some fixed administrative costs and then being able to express his bet in the market. In 2009, as per FERC's guidance and direction, PJM uh, introduced rebates, transmission loss credits into the market. And therefore, there became three terms to the profitability of the trades. One, the fixed cost, the administrative, the res reserving transmission. Second, 
the congestion bet, and thirdly, the uh, the rebates, which were variable and unknown at the time that the trader placed the trades. Um, it's very hard for me to understand the allegations. There, we've put them out on our website, forklitigation.com. We've uploaded their preliminary findings, but I think uh, – in summary, they describe, I think that they're troubled by trades that would be uneconomic but for these rebates. And that is per se fraudulent. All right. And and your opinion on that? Uh, they're wrong. Other companies that have been accused of this activity have chosen to settle. Um, what was the decision that you made? I know you're not actively involved in this anymore. That might have played a role. But why did you decide to go down this path? We're in a very unique situation at Powhatan Energy Fund in that we're not beholden to the FERC. Um, so while I respect um, and will treat them professionally, we're not uh, beholden and don't worry about retribution um, in, in the markets for future activities. On the other hand, we're big enough where we have the resources and knowledge to fight. I started, Rich and I, and a third colleague uh, started a money management firm about 18 years ago where we manage over a billion dollars, uh, largely in the equity markets. We also trade commodity futures as well. So we're well-capitalized and uh, sophisticated investors. So we understand our rights and how uh, markets are supposed to behave and even how regulators are supposed to behave. So we're kind of in this sweet spot where we're big enough where we have the resources and the knowledge, but we're not too big where we own FERC-regulated assets uh, that we could be f uh, fearful of retribution in the future. Kevin Gates is an officer of Powhatan Energy Fund, LLC. You can watch an event on the subject at our website, cato.org.